Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Little breaking Padres news here at 7 a.m. on a Thursday. Manny Machado apparently in camp officially in Peoria, Arizona. I got that on Twitter from at the Stephen Woods. He must be there. And have seen Manny walked in because he's not here. Where did he go? I, he went to Peoria and he just welcomed Manny to camp, apparently. Huh. Or he got it from someone else, but he's the one who tweeted it, so I'm crediting him as my source. I think he went to P for this to story. Peoria. He went to Peoria. Pioria. Pioria, <laughs> Arizona. We're going to be in Pioria next week. Thursday or Tuesday to Friday. I was told that uh, Wednesday could be rainy and cold at the very least from Angelica last night. Our ABC 10 News meteorologist showed me the radar picture. Looked like the west side of the Phoenix area. A lot of uh, storm coverage and rain on Wednesday. That's not not fun. Should be fun. But other days should be fine. So got some news for you here. I see uh, Manny Machado is reported to camp, according to the Stephen Woods on Twitter. Did you just come back from Peoria? Just got back from Peoria just now. and uh, I'm... Paul said you were in Peoria. <laughs> like Poop-Oria, but yeah. <laughs> he's there. You have, you have confirmation. Yeah. yeah. I just texted him with him. He's there. Oh, okay. said, he goes, I made it in. He said... Hey, bud, hope you guys are having a great show. Yeah. Just wanted you to know I made it in, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. And I said, all right, pal, see you soon. I do you that. Let me know if you need I anything. I do that with you know my significant other when they're driving somewhere. Hey, text me when you get there just yeah. so I know you got there safely. Yeah. You do that with Manny. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he wanted us to know. He sends his love, and he's going to go get uh, some some uh, treatment and just get his belt and shoes and stuff all lined up in his do locker. Do you get a new belt every year, or do they just give you the I would old imagine. Belt? I would imagine. Every single year, brand new belt. And hat. Yeah, I get that. Question. I want to ask the guys this next week. (laughs) Some people think it's stupid. The the belt could be reused. But here's the deal. I want to say, how how many hats do you go through in a year? I think you'll get anything. I bet a lot of guys will say one. one. (laughs) I mean... Should, I bet, lo- looking like, a game in July or something, you'll see it's just when, a nasty. Joe Musgrove nasty uses hat. one hat. Nasty yes. hat. Will Myers used one hat. I feel like Haas, Manny, those guys. Give me a fresh. I need a freshie. Every, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they can probably use one every day. I want to ask. These are things I want to know. I mean, it's Major League Baseball. If you had 162 hats for 162 games, you could easily sell every game, single one game of the game-worn hats. To a diehard fan out there, so it would make economic sense. That would to just keep providing hats 
As mu- as many as you want. Yeah. So he's, Wear a different one every inning if you'd like. He's in. He said, ha, 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 listening on the Odyssey app right now, but it just crapped out. <laughs> so I'll try to reload. So he'll be maybe. Manny, uh, close it out. Clo- yeah, Manny, if you're listening, well, you can't hear us because your Odyssey app crashed. But um, future knowledge just restarted. I'd like to talk to uh, Peter Seidler next week if, if he's out there and, and we're there. And I'd like to ask him that the question that you just posed. What are what are your thoughts, Peter, on uh, being an owner that is by the letter of the law and what every fan wants, going for it, trying, spending I, your money? Does is that did you take offense to the fact that Rob Manfred says that you're going to lose money and that this is essentially a bad investment? Well, it this does. Year? It does. It does beg the question. We've heard the Padres. You know, their strategy is let's invest money in the team, and that will thus generate more interest in the team and sell tickets. Well, they're going to sell a record number of tickets this year. We know that for a fact. But Rob Manfred has said, doesn't matter. You are going to lose money in 2023, no matter what you do. So does that mean that strategy is is a failure? That Peter Seidler's strategy to spend money, to make more money, is there's no way it could possibly work. I'm in, am, am I insane? But I, I had heard, too... The, the revenues for teams when they are in the playoffs, because it whittles down the you know the number of teams and, and everyone's tuning into playoff games, everyone's going to playoff games. Making the playoffs is a very, very um, profitable financial boon for a lot of teams, right? And that's, that's not considered. I mean, that's what you think. Like if, you, if the Padres win a World Series, it, I can't wrap my head around the fact that they'll lose money. If they win a World Series in 2023, that he'll lose a nickel on this team. Maybe he'll dispute what Rob Manfred had to say. I'd love to talk to him about it. But Rob Manfred said yesterday that the Padres will lose money this year. doesn't matter even if they, they win the World Series that they will be in the in the red ink at the end of the year. And so what happens next year then? Do you foresee the Padres' payroll taking a massive dip next year. Because I don't know how they could even do it, even if they wanted to. I guess you could not sign Manny Machado. He opts out. You don't re-sign him. But other than that, your payroll's pretty locked in. It's it's in the $270 million range now, right below that third luxury tax threshold. You might be able to get it, whittle it down to like 250 but my guess is that's still a guaranteed money loser for the Padres. Are they just going to lose money year after year after year? Is that the plan? Going forward. Don't know. I don't know. Doesn't seem fair. All right, let's get a contestant. We need to play a little bit early today to kind of work this hour. Uh, Evan Drellick has a very hard time for us at 735 that he's going to join us. So we need a contestant for real or fake. If you'd like to join us for a chance to win a getaway to Las Vegas, call right now, 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. We're just going to take the first caller Put you right on to play our game and a chance to qualify uh, for that trip to the Westgate Las Vegas two-night stay, uh, plus spa treatments for two at Serenity Spa and a VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, home of legendary Vegas fun, must be 21 or up, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Then we'll finish our game a little bit early. We'll get to Don't Do This, and then we'll be right on time uh, for Evan Drellick to talk about his new book about the Astros cheating scandal and uh, the story that came out yesterday about the Dodgers, you know, possibly, you know, having a, a cheating scheme in 2018. 
Dave Roberts denied it yesterday, but uh, there are accusations out there in Major League Baseball. So let's get to it. Let's play today's game of real or fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. I just did, and let's see. All the phone lines are blinking. Let's go Mark in Ocean Beach. Mark, yeah. is that you? Hello, Mark. Oh, your phone is not not really working, unfortunately. Call back. Hold on. It's a little bit better. Would you want Hello. To... There yeah, you are. There you are. I was just about I was just about to give up on it. Count to ten, Mark, and if you can make it all the way through, we'll let you play. Otherwise, we'll go with someone else. All right. All right, let's uh, let's go to another Mark, caller. Sorry, sorry Mark. Try right again in the future. Uh, let's go with pick someone, Polly. Um, is this Sean? Johnny, there. This is going really well. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yep. All right, let's try Tyler. Tyler, <sighs> is this? Uh, are you? You are on the air right now, Tyler. <laughs> oh my God. Are our phones down? Is it our system or is San Diego just having a problem right now? All right. Keith. <laughs> hey, Ben. Yeah! Hey! That's a working telephone. Let's give it to him. Give him the prize. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> you All win. right. All right, Keith. Uh, to qualify for our trip to Las Vegas, you need to get four out of seven right on real or fake today. Still there? All right. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Wow, All right, so, so clean. Um, uh, San Diego Legion season starts on Saturday. Talking a little rugby Uh-oh. today on oh, Real or Fake. There have been uh, <laughs> 16 different teams in the six-year history of Major League Rugby. I'll give what you a- is rug rug rugby? Rugby. <laughs> rugby. What is Hold rugby? On. Remix. <laughs> I will give you a rugby. team name. Thank you, Jesus. I I flubbed it too. You tell me if they are or have rugby. been a real MLR franchise or if it's fake. I've made up for our game. I did this with your NLL teams before. Now we're doing it with rugby teams. All right, Keith. (laughs) Round one. The Denver Mountain Jacks. Real or fake rugby franchise? Oh, um, we'll say fake. That is fake. One point for Keith, and he's off and running here on real or fake. All right, round two. The Dallas Jackals. Real or fake Major League rugby team? (laughs) Ah. Jackals? The Jackals. I'm going to say fake again. No, this time it's real. So he's still got one. That's all right. You only need four out of seven. All right, let's go to round three. The Miami Sharks. Real or fake? You can ask Woods, but he's got a blank stare over there. Sounds too generic to be real. I'm going to say fake again. Doesn't it? Mm. It's very generic. That's real. That's real. No, is it? Yeah, they're real. Isn't that what it was in that movie with... Willie Beeman, Polly, the Sharks. Al Pacino. Oh, no, there was Sunday. There was a player named Shark. My bad. All right, but they uh, had sharks in their helmet. Round four. All right, let's get let's get on a roll here. Let's try the Charlotte Griffins. Real or fake, Keith? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, so sorry for him, Keith. <laughs> well, Woods. Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> uh, 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 real. You want to go with Keith? Keith, you want to go with Woods? Uh. 
Yeah, let's go with wood. Bad call. <laughs> I hate. I'm sorry. Right. I hate you him need, as much as you do. He needs to roll all three of these last three correct. Oh God! Are gonna oh God! Qualify here. All right. Good luck here. Round five. Uh, the Chicago Hounds. Real or fake, Keith? You need this to stay alive. Oh, man, that's you know what? I real. Yes. Oh, nice. Still alive. All right. You need to go two for two now to qualify. Round six. The Houston Sabercats, real or fake? Uh, it's got to be fake. I'm so sorry. Uh, Keith, I appreciate the working phone, but on. we can't. Just give it to him. Can't give it to him today. Why? We yeah. had four strikeouts, and then Keith came on. I know, but I, we got to be fair to the people who qualified for our grand prize drawing already this month. I tried, Keith. I'm sorry. He's All a right. stickler. Last one for you, Woodsy. The Sacramento Sierras. Real. Fake. Hey, that, that was just an awful, awful performance by the phones. By Keith, by you, by you, by everyone. Rugby. 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 You can't even say it wrong. I can't say it wrong. Rub. Rubgy. Rubgy. One of my favorite flubs of all time. (laughs) By far. Rubgy. Sounds like like an Indian food dish. Rubgy. I'll have the uh, the chicken rubgy. Yeah, rubgy. That is. It's a legendary flub. Rubgy. Paul, I can see Polly already just, just scrubbing, <laughs> scrubbing the audio as we speak. Oh, you mean this audio? Talk a little rugby Uh-oh. today on oh, Real or Fake. Wait, it sounded right. Oh, that sounded right. Hang on. Talk a little rugby Uh-oh. today on oh, Real or Fake. There have been a, <laughs> that the right that one? sound. I don't think that that's the right one. Sounds like I said it correctly. I don't think that's the right one. We'll have to find it. We'll come back with it. We'll come back with "Don't Do This" as well. I have a. Um, I have a, a professional sports organization that I think has come up with an unsustainable and unenforceable policy for its uh, participants. Not going to work, in my opinion. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. We'll get to that coming up next with Ben and Woods. Back after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Six-year history of Major League Rugby. I'll get- there it is. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Don't do this. I got a little surprise for you, don't, don't do this. Listen, if I'm, if I'm something, something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron. Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. It's time for Don't Do This. Don't do this. On 97.3 The Fan. All right, by the way, I forgot to mention that rousing game of Real or Fake we just played was brought to you by Home Turf, Save Time and Water with pet friendly, always green grass, and get a free consultation by calling the team at Home Turf at 888 4 Turf or go to sdhometurf.com. Rubkey. I will, uh, I'll get us started on Don't Do This Today. Now, I get Formula One is not, not like a U.S. based sport. And things are sometimes different in different countries, around the world, different values, what have you. Still, I feel like this rule they've implemented is completely and totally unenforceable. And it's a bit problematic. Well, yeah, FIA, which is Formula One's governing body, has implemented a rule prohibiting their drivers from making any political, religious, or personal statements without permission. Wow. Now, Lewis Hamilton, one of the premier drivers, um, is not planning to abide by that. He says, I'm still going to be speaking out on issues that he thinks are important to him. He says, I feel the sport does have a responsibility. Speak out as a means to create awareness on important topics, particularly as we're traveling to all these different places. So nothing changes. I, I guess my don't do this, though, is how do you enforce that? How do you decide what what's a political topic? I mean, some political topics are obvious oh yeah no i think he's a terrible president or he's a great president or whatever country you're in i'm opposed to the saudi arabian government and there you know uh, some things are obviously political but there's a lot of gray area what's a personal statement what's a religious statement i mean if they win a race and they say you know i want to thank god you know for you know all having my back is that against the rules now in formula one how are you possibly police and enforce such a broad-based rule that just prohibits all your drivers from making any political, religious, or personal statements without permission. Just shut up and drive is what they're saying, basically. Hey, you know, I wanted to talk to I had a fantastic dinner last week, and I wanted to talk about that. Can I get permission? Is Or is that too personal with my life about what I was eating last yeah, week? Yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, the personal part of it, too. Is very, It's very strange. I mean, most... I mean, Formula One has gotten a tremendous amount of attention from Drive to Survive, the Netflix series about those drivers. Tons, yeah. Ton personal, ton of personal stuff there. <laughs> People love getting personal information from celebrities and athletes, yep. you know, public figures. That's what makes people want to watch your sports. So you can't just say, but we're going to do none of that anymore. 
Well, all you can say is the most bland, generic things. Yeah. Want to thank my racing team. I love the uh, tires. For the, for the thank job you that for they the did. tires. Yeah. Uh, the suspension was great. And thank you to the suspension. Anything else I'm going to need to get permission from Formula One to say? The shocks that we did this week, we tried, were great. I know nothing about cars, uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so originally I was going to do Travis Kelsey on Don't Do This. He uh, They were at the parade yesterday, and he... Did the thing. Nobody believed in us. Nobody, you know, everybody counted us out, etc. And I guess I'll give it to myself because people were weighing in. I, I, I quote tweeted his his appearance and said, no one said this ever. Come on, man. And then people were reminding me, yes, in fact, Bart Scott did say that the Chiefs wouldn't make the playoffs. So um, I'll, I'll, I guess I did not do my journalistic duties, Ben. Here's the thing, though. This is... This is where I stand on this. Who do we believe? Do we always... Because Vegas had them as a plus 650 to make the playoffs. That's a very, very favorite... That's a favorite to make the playoffs at plus 650. Yeah? Yes. No. To make the playoffs? To make the playoffs. A plus, minus, minus 650. Minus 650. Whatever 650. it was. To make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So you, how does that work? You spend... So six hundred and fifty to win a hundred. To win a hundred, yeah, right. Minus six, minus six fifty. That's what I meant. So Vegas says they're a favorite, but Bart Scott says they're not. Who do we go with? I go with Vegas, and I know Bart Scott played in the league, but I'm going with Las Vegas because Las Vegas rarely misses. It takes out all the emotion 100%. and just percent turns it into you know what people actually think of your team. Now, I will say there were a lot of people who considered this to be a. A bit of a rebuilding year for the Chiefs. Not that they weren't going to be good with Patrick Mahomes. And I, I thought that what they said yesterday, and Mahomes said that, hey, everyone said we were rebuilding this year, and we won the Super Bowl anyway. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I will give you that. There were a lot of people who went, this could be the year the Chargers could steal it from the Chiefs in the AFC West, at least, like the division title. But to make the playoffs? The Broncos with Russell Wilson could be a threat. We all, we all said that it was going to be a, a much tougher division. It yeah. wasn't. No. wasn't at all. And Vegas thought like we thought. Or, I mean, Vegas thought that they were absolutely going to make the playoffs. I'll give it to myself, I guess, because I, I was not aware of the Bart Scott comment. Finally, uh, do do this. Uh, happy early birthday tomorrow. D-D mega doo-doo. One Michael Jordan turns 60 years old tomorrow. And the do do this is uh, he is choosing to celebrate his milestone 60th birthday. By making a $10 million donation to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Love it's that. the largest donation ever received in the in, in the history of Make-A-Wish, 43-year history of Make-A-Wish. And uh, Jordan says he hopes that his decision to celebrate his birthday by donating will inspire others to help fulfill the wishes of the kids still waiting for those wishes to come true. I think everyone knows what Make-A-Wish is, but you know, kids like with cancers and diseases, a chance to do something really special for them that they otherwise wouldn't get the opportunity to do, but they need funding to do that. And Michael Jordan, not necessarily known for things like this in his life, making a difference at age 60. 10 mil. Yeah, that's very, very nice. Very generous. Very generous. I'm sure he's got it. Yeah. But still, $10 million isn't nothing. Someone will say, someone will have a negative thing to say about it. It's just my guess. Good luck with that. Yeah. And that's Don't and Do Do This for a Thursday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The right, Fan. Paul's very proud of me because he warned me 
Earlier this hour, all right, Evan Drellick can have been out right at 7.35, so we need to break early, so we're back in time to get our full time with the author of a new book about the cheating scandal for the Houston Astros. Uh, Evan Drellick from The Athletic, Winning Fixes Everything, will join us when we come back on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Six-year history of Major League Rubgy. I'll give what you a- is rub, rub, Rubgy? Rubgy? Rubgy. Six-year history of Major League Rubgy. Rubgy. All right, uh, standing by for Evan Drellick from The Athletic about his new book. Should have him lined up right after check traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or at 97.3thefansd.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Coldplay's sold-out show at Snapdragon Stadium on September 27th. Every hour you listen, now through February 19th, equals one entry in the contest. So, yeah, a lot of headlines yesterday from Major League Baseball coming out of the book of our next guest. Uh, Polly's setting him up right now, but uh, joining us momentarily right now on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad <laughs> fan hotline. All right, we got him on the line He right was now. Uh, trying to hide from a guy with a leaf blower. Oh, oh I like that. I appreciate that. Let's go out to... We got him. And did you, I always... I can never remember. It's Drellick. Drellick, yes. Yeah. Not, yeah, I always have to ask. It's not Drellich. It's Evan Drellick from The Athletic author of Winning Fixes Everything joins us right now with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Evan, good morning. Good to have you back on. Yeah, the way to remember it is, is uh, ick because I'm icky. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I will remember it now, unfortunately. Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, there's probably certain fan bases that don't uh, that aren't excited about your new book, <laughs> Evan, but I 
we did get the uh, the copy that you sent. I have started it, and uh, so far, man, it is it is really riveting, and it reminds me of a time we had just started this show, and that was kind of the first really big story um, that we had to to unpack on our show, and it just yeah. it brings back all those memories. I think we talked to you back then. It's crazy. Here we are, you know, many years later, and, and we're still talking about it. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, it's a really unique set of circumstances to have something that does have this uh, life. I mean, I wanted the book out sooner, and it was kind of tough, you know, knowing what I was reporting, knowing what I was writing in the book, and seeing a lot of the, a lot of stuff that was out there from other people, other reporters, fans, people speculating, well, how do they break the story, all this stuff, and you know, look, I could have chosen to kind of piecemeal uh, talked about it on the way, but I, I, I wanted the whole picture, and I knew the whole picture was pretty damn wild. And uh, it was a long path, but I, I'm just glad that people can now read it. it, it you know, that that's really the payoff for me. I know sometimes you, you get a, a nugget of information as a reporter, and you think, I think this is going to be huge, but you never really know. What was kind of what was the moment when you knew you were on to something here, Evan? Yeah, I you know, I, 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 I get this question in other forms, and I was thinking about it yesterday. Somebody asked me this, and, and maybe I didn't quite take their, their point. I guess people think that it, it was as though that somebody just said to me, like, hey, they're cheating, and then it was a slow build. It, it, was, it was more direct than that. I, it was during the 2018 ALCS. Um, I learned the whole thing. Uh, and it took 13 months to get the story done. Uh, I was actually fired in the middle of it. Uh, you know, I ended up pairing up with Ken Rosenthal. Then, uh, uh, we got the finished product out in November of 2019. I, so I, you know, I, I had the goods in my notebook while I had no job and, uh, you know, we did additional reporting, but you know, it wasn't like somebody said, Oh, I think something's wrong there. There had been finger pointing allegations, you know, at the time, there was a lot of uh, crossfire between teams, and the leaf blower is coming to get me. Sorry about that. Oh, you good? We can hear you. We can still hear yeah, you. Yeah, we got you. Good. Anyway, right. that was that was. I finished my point. There. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, you good? You can continue. No, I mean it's it's. Uh, you're right. It's been something that's gone on in baseball for as long as I've been a fan of baseball. You know, and and. Uh, it's interesting to me that the that teams will will do things and use an edge and you know many times guy from second base can look in and decipher the signs. There are certainly guys that are better at it than others, and I think the big problem with with Major League Baseball was when you start employing technology and spotters and people out. I had heard rumors for years about somebody at the Sky Dome, you know, out in in one of those hotel rooms with a set of binoculars and relaying signs. There's been a million stories over the years. This one though had legs. I mean, this is this. One really, really had legs. Obviously, we know a lot about what the Astros have done. There's some some blowback coming on the Dodgers. As Padre fans, we want to hear all the dirt you have on the Dodgers, Evan. Yeah, look, the book uh, has kind of, in general, there are two forms of reporting on this. Uh, the allegation stuff has been pretty rampant in general, right? Uh, player says, I think that other team is cheating. And, and even stuff as simple as, well, everybody was doing it, right? You know, guys like Joey Votto, who's a very smart, beloved guy. Uh, I'm not saying otherwise. You know, he, he, everybody doing it. It's a very common refrain. The evidence doesn't actually point to that. The evidence points to veteran contending teams uh, were doing it. Exactly how many? You know, unless you really investigated truly every team. And we, 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 we tried, Ken and I did, but, um, you know, MLB did not uh, pursue it further. The, the, the book has reporting on the Dodgers in, in two buckets. In the allegation form, 
there's somebody on the Red Sox and, and uh, 18 who's saying they were the biggest cheaters in the sport. Uh, there was an incident relayed where Jock Peterson walks into the video room and asks for the signs during the World Series at Fenway and an MLB official, because this is by the time MLB was finally starting to at least try to do a little policing, was that 18 postseason, um, you know, was there and, and heard it, and the Red Sox person was pissed that, uh, that nothing came of it. Uh, so that's the allegation bucket. But I also, in the same way Ken and I did with the Astros and Red Sox, I did speak with people inside the Dodgers who said that, yes, the Dodgers in 2017 were using a base runner system. That's the system that the Astros used on the road. It's what the Red Sox got fined for uh, in 17. It's what the Yankees got fined for in 17. It's what the Red Sox then got punished for again in 18. And it's it's generally considered to be a lesser scheme than what the, the garbage can scheme was, right? It, it, it still involved a runner on base. Uh, but, you know, it, it was it was evidence and, and uh, I think interesting that, yeah, the Dodgers were up to, to something as well. But uh, I think the general conclusion people will draw is that, look, it was not what the Astros were doing, right? Yeah. It, was, it was kind of this slightly more common scheme at that time. You know, Evan, there's an inherent flaw in every cheating scheme in baseball, which you, you kind of pointed out in your reporting on the book. And one of the key sources that helped you, you know, ended up running with the story and really added detail to it was going getting Mike Fires to go on record. But for every team that, that does something, you know, under under the table, those players are going to go and play for other teams eventually, and they're going to have to let other teammates know, you know, well, they were doing this, so we have to protect against that. There's kind of no way to keep cheating secret in Major League Baseball because of that. Oh, yes and no. I mean, the story took two years to come out. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, other teams were doing a base runner system. You know, not something to the level of the Astros, uh, but, you know, the, the video room to the dugout, live decoding in games, and so the runner gets to second base, and, and he knows exactly what the signs are, and he can tell the hitter because it's already been decoded in the video room. Um, when you have a team-wide cheating scheme, yes, it is more likely just on a numbers game that uh, it'll come out because a bunch of people know, right, as opposed to it being – one guy using PEDs or some other form of uh, individual cheating. So I think it's yes and no. I mean, it, it's not like it come, necessarily comes out right away. Um, and look, it took digging and a heck of a lot of reporting. You know, it was it was strong sourcing that, that Ken and I had. And, um, you know, it's I, I don't want to say it was miraculous that we got the story – I, I think it might be miraculous that we got the story and also had somebody on the record. I mean, it, it's it's just it's not something that happens often. No, and and, and credit to you. I mean, it's an amazing bit of reporting. I, I don't. I wasn't suggesting that it no, was no, easy no, to no, get the story, but even in your story, even at the time, you know, other teams were already kind of on to the Astros and what they were yeah. doing. Maybe not specifically, but they were. They were going to great lengths to try to protect, the, you know, signs. So, you know, the word got out in Major League Baseball much quicker than it got out in terms of a story or any reporting to the public. Yes, and and if you know, that's where that interesting distinction comes in between allegation from from you know the outside and uh, getting it from the inside. Because you're right, there there was 
you know, sense, ah, I think those guys are dirty. Look, people talk the same way about the Dodgers. They talk the same way about other teams. Um, and it, it, it becomes a task of separating uh, fact from fiction. Because, look, there, there was some suspicion and paranoia that I not every suspicion everybody had uh, was true. I, I, I think it would be impossible that that, that would be the case. Uh, but the task in terms of presenting it publicly, you know, kind of from a strictly journalistic standpoint is you really got to be sure. I mean, you can, you can print an allegation, uh, but it is just that, an allegation, unless it's uh, corroborated from the inside or you have uh, some other form of evidence, right? Like you, you, you could do it without having it on the inside if you had, you know, firm evidence. Well, if you want to hear more about it, and you should if you're a baseball fan, uh, pick up a copy of Winning Fixes Everything by Evan Drellick. Evan, really appreciate you spending some time with us this morning, and great job on the book. All right, I'm going to go find that leaf blower now. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Evan Drellick, like Ick, Icky. Uh, he wasn't Icky. He was great uh, from The Athletic on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet, find new roads. We had a hard out uh, with Evan. He had to jump out right at 745. I didn't get a chance to ask him the the U Darvish question. Uh, There was a a piece in his book that said this. When the World Series switched to Houston for games 3, 4, and 5, the Dodgers brass met with their starting pitchers for those games. U Darvish, Alex Wood, and Clayton Kershaw. The Dodgers brain trust didn't want to freak out their pitchers, but they delivered a message. We have suspicions that the Astros are up to something, so let's use multiple signs even when no one is on base. Kershaw and Darvish both declined to heed that advice. The only pitcher who agreed to deviate was the least renowned pitcher of the bunch, Alex Wood. Uh, you Darvish actually came out and... and he got lit up in that series, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah. and he said, there's, he said no such proposal, LOL. So I don't know. Um, it's, I also had to translate that tweet, so I don't know what exactly was going on there. Um, but I, yeah, I've always been really bummed for you, Darvish, about how that ended, even though it was with the Dodgers at the time. Uh, bummed for him because, you know, there were guys, guys on the other team saying, oh, yeah, bro, you were tipping. Yeah, you were tipping, man. We just picked up on, on your tell. No, he weren't, you, had to, you, had, you were relaying signs from our catcher. That's not tipping. That's, that's not tipping. That's, that's something entirely. That's something entirely. Else entirely. That can mess with your whole. That can mess with everything, man. I mean, and and the way that he's bounced back, and uh, to have the career that he's had since then has been great, obviously for us. Yeah, and you, Darvish, you know, has gone on. He's made a ton of money and just signed a new contract yep. extension. But what about pitchers? What about some rookies who faced oh, the yeah. Houston Astros this year? And Evan, we talked about that. Evan addresses that uh, as well. You know, you you get lit up in your first couple of starts, happen to be against the Astros, who are stealing signs. You may never get another chance in Major League Baseball again. You know what? You know what opportunities were missed because of that. Yeah, there's there's no question about it. So it's still interesting to me. I've I've, I've moved on a little bit. Um, you know, you saw what the Astros did last year. There was no question they were the most complete team in in baseball. Absolutely deserving of that World Series championship. And the other thing it begs the question of is how much is still going on because. You know, if you want to liken it to or equate it to the steroid era in baseball, they're always going to find a way. There's, there's, oh, well, we're testing for this, 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 and this, but you could still use this, 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 and this. They're always going to find a way to find an edge. And I don't think teams have been scared so much, Ben, that they're not going to say, hey, listen, we noticed when so-and-so's on the mound um, you know, this is kind of the sequence that he goes in, and this is what the signs are. And you know, I 
that's a time honored tradition of, of a guy on second base leaning left if the pitch is one way, leaning right, tapping his helmet, adjusting his belt. That's been going on in every league for a hundred years. It will never stop, nor should it. And teams know that. That's why catchers wait until the last minute yep. to adjust to where they're going, or they'll lean in and then go out at the last second. Yep. I mean, and you see that. That's the defense to what is a common practice out on the base paths. But there's no defense for uh, a telescopic camera that's electronically relaying a sign into a dugout into that's a computer. Then, that's then com- you know then communicated via the banging of a trash can. Oof. A catcher can't really do anything about that now. Now there's pitch comp. They have you know changed some of the things about Major League Baseball to prevent that form of cheating. Yep. The one thing we've always learned though is cheating evolves just like everything oh, else. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. They're they're going to find a way to exploit the weakness of the opposing team. All right, it's Ben Woods. It's a seven forty nine. Got an email yesterday with the opening MLB MVP and Cy Young odds for the twenty twenty three. Season and I thought you'd find this uh, interesting, but the National League MVP favorite. Who do you think is the favorite to win the National League MVP award in 2023? You know, I'll give you some of the possibilities: Paul Goldschmidt, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, Juan Soto, Pete Alonso, Manny Machado, Austin the Riley. Who is the odds-on favorite? I've seen a lot of people hyping up Juan Soto. Me too. I'll say Soto. You are correct. Five to one odds. Juan wow. Soto something. is the odds-on favorite. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt is second at eight to one, followed by Fernando Tatis Jr. Wow. and Mookie Betts at nine to one. Tatis uh, is high. Tatis his top odds three, are top three choice. Yeah. Missing Manny, even missing the first games. twenty games. Yeah, 20 games. 20 games. Manny is at at fifteen to one behind Acuna, Turner, Trey Turner, and Freddie Acuna? Freeman. Don't know. I didn't come up with the odds. Your and odds, then, uh, your odds that you created are terrible. And then Xander Bogarts is at thirty three so to one. Uh, That's to, uh, four guys. That gives there the Padres four of the top. I think of thirteen choices. <laughs> A third, essentially, for the odds to win the National League MVP award. Uh, somebody's got to get it done here. That'd be that'd be pretty solid. Now we talked about it last year that the more MVPs you have, maybe the harder it the is, harder to, is win to win sometimes. one. Yeah, because you're pulling. Well, as evidenced by Goldschmidt having Arenado. I mean, he still won it, and uh, Manny robbed again. But yeah, I mean, didn't hurt him at all. So shouldn't hurt us on the National League uh, Cy Young side. Uh, the favorite to win the Cy Young award, Sandy Alcantara of the. Miami Marlins yep. at nine to two, followed by Corbin Burns, and then Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. The Padre with the best odds is actually Joe Musgrove at eighteen to one. You Darvish is at twenty eight to one, and if you go way down the list, you can see Josh Hader at sixty six to one. Are the wow. three guys who appeared uh, from the Padres in the odds to win a Cy Young award in the National League? Amazing, love it. Uh, American League as usual. Oh, well, now it's Shohei Otani is the favorite at two to one. Uh, followed by Judge and Trout are the next two choices there in the American League. Got it. Saw that uh, Mike Trout saying yesterday he's going to do whatever it takes to try to convince Shohei Otani to remain with the L.A. Angels long term. Yeah, misery loves company. So, not an earth shatter. I mean, what? You well, know, what'd you say? It's 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 funny because you look at that story and you well, of course you're going to try to get him to stick around, but there is a certain. There's a certain amount of non-interference that Major League Baseball players will adhere to when it comes to their teammates' business decisions. Hey, when it comes to 
trying to pull on the same rope and win a championship. You're teams. You're a team, and you're working together. But when it comes to contracts, things like that, a lot of guys will just stay out of that when it comes to, you know, hey, it's your it's your life, it's your family, it's your decision. I'm not going to I'm not going to try to encourage you one way or another. You you make the decision that's right for you. And I kind of respect that about a lot of major league baseball players. Not that I think Mike Trout is in the wrong for wanting Shohei Otani to stay, but at the same time, maybe that's not the right decision for Shohei Otani. Yeah, no going kidding. forward. I mean, I'm sure it's the right decision for Mike Trout. He wants better teammates and a better chance to win, but he can't. Can he 100% certainly say that Shohei Otani should definitely stay in, in Anaheim for the long term? Do you think Mike Trout signs the extension he signed years ago, knowing what he knows now? Probably not. It. Right. What, what, you know, look, yeah, that's what you say. It's just something you say. It's not, I don't know how much effect that's going to have on Shohei Otani. Like, hey, man, your career is, you know, is still very good. You're still a very good player, um, but you're also at the, you know, you've you've reached a little bit over the tipping point, and maybe you're, I'm not saying you're on the decline, but you're at the top maybe going down a little bit. I've still got many, many years to go. I mean, you, you're, I com- be with you're a comfortable here. You know the people. Maybe you the grass isn't greener on the other side. But really, if I'm a, I'm a baseball player, the only thing I can say is, well, who's offering you the most money? You know, take that then. Yeah, take that. Take take whoever's offering you the most money. If it's not the Angels, then I don't think I would feel comfortable. Like, if it was you, Woods, and you were being offered, uh, you know, I know what you've said before, that you don't want to leave and you don't want to do anything else. But I wouldn't be comfortable trying to tell you to not take an offer. If someone offered you a, a million dollars a year to do a radio show without me, I certainly wouldn't try to stand in your way. If you thought that was the right decision for you. Yeah. Even though it would be a bad decision for me. Right. I wouldn't want to lose you. Of course. I'm not going to be the one who says, no, don't do that, Woods. That'd be a mistake. You wouldn't be happy there. No, it's, it's, it's not a market you'd like. You should stay here with me. It's just I, something they say. You have, to come, uh, you have to come to that decision on your own, uh, regardless of what Mike Trout thinks in that, in that situation. I mean, I, I just, it's hard for me to wrap my head. Like, the season that the Angels need to have right now to get, a guy like Shohei Otani to, to want to stay, in my opinion, um, based on just things he said even in the past. This isn't just a, a gut feeling. Things that he said, it, it feels like that man is a little bit fed up with uh, with with what's going on. So they're going to have to put together a pretty monster season, Ben, that that creates some good memories of being and playing in Anaheim. And, and Mike Trout, you know, regardless of the fact that he's there or not, you know, you got to do what's best for you, man. And, and, and maybe that's just the game that you play with your agent as well. Hey. Keep these guys on their toes. Yep. You know, you don't want them feeling comfortable like, oh, he doesn't want to leave. We don't need to we don't need to make a you know a state of the art offer for him. He we think he wants to stay. So, you know, it's it behooves Shohei Otani to maybe add some uncertainty, a little, you know, fear in the hearts of the Angels ownership about losing him to increase that offer. If they want to sign him now, it's a good strategy. You gotta, you, you gotta come right with the with the big offer. So it's a good strategy. It is. Yeah. All right, I'm a uh, fan. Tune in next week, 6 to 10 a.m. We're going to be broadcasting live from Padres Spring Training, presented by Mattress Makers, natural handcrafted mattresses. Had my second night on my new Mattress Makers pillow last night. Slept very cuddly. Very, very well. Love mine. Love my just my horseshoe. Yeah, cuddle it. Squeeze it. it. Yeah. Love it. Hold it. Massage it. Yeah. All right, we're going to come back. It's a throwback Thursday. I always love where Polly takes us back. On Throwback Thursdays. We'll do that next with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.